The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. My name is Benjamin Shapiro, and I'm the executive producer of the Voices of Search podcast. And today we've got a special episode for you, which is going to be guest hosted by our friend Tyson Stockton, who is the co-founder and educational partner at Previsible, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses scale organic search traffic and educate their organizations. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's an episode of the Voices of Search podcast, guest hosted by Tyson Stockton from Previsible. Hey, my name is Tyson from Previsible.io, and this week we're going to be discussing SEO testing. Joining me is Will Critchlow, who is CEO at SearchPilot, which is an SEO A-B testing platform and meta CMS that enables rapid SEO changes for large websites. Yesterday, Will and I talked about SEO testing fundamentals, and today we're continuing the conversation and discussing SEO Moneyball. All right, here's my conversation with Will, CEO at SearchPilot. Will, welcome back. Hey, Tyson. I mean, I've been saying a fair amount that I've been excited about this week's content, but I did see the slides that you put out when you did the MozCon conference, and it was titled SEO Moneyball. 
as a Bay Area native, it kind of sparked my interest from the A's. And then when I was going through the slides, it was giving me little kind of thoughts of the Warriors kind of changes recently. So I really like the positioning of it. But I think for a lot of listeners out there, maybe some are familiar with your presentation already, but some haven't. So could you kind of just start us out with describing what is SEO Moneyball? Yeah, for sure. So well, you mentioned originally, I think Moneyball comes from the baseball conversation, but I was coming at it from the basketball angle. And I think it's just applying to more and more pro sports these days. And the general Moneyball idea is this idea that as you get vast amounts of statistical data out of the game, you can make better decisions and you can get a, a benefit compared to your competition, competition by making decisions that seem like they've been undervalued by the market or by, uh, by competition. And so, yeah, in my presentation was to extend this analogy from the basketball into another pro sports into SEO. So the basketball version of this, just the very brief version, because this is in the basketball podcast, is essentially the rise of the three-point shot and the decline of the mid-range. And many people have pointed out to me, there's a lot of subtleties to this, and I'm very aware of that, but I was stretching the analogy probably too thin already. But if people were just to look at one thing, it would be the shot chart from 20 years ago of the 200 most common shooting locations in professional basketball, which is spread out across three-point shots in between and dunks. And look at it today, and it's the top 200 is mainly three-point shots and dunks and layups. There's essentially the mid-range has gone away. And we won't get into that in too much detail, but what SEO Moneyball is, in my opinion, is we have access to the same kind of iteration of statistical power and the same new vast treasure troves of data that are similar to the ways that professional sports have been evolving. And we need to put that to work for us. And we need to approach our jobs in that kind of similar way of how can we use that data to make better decisions. And the reason I was tying to, to SEO is that I think that I can connect up the analogy and say that the, in my analogy, the three-point shot is putting out new content, developing new site sections, completely new areas of, of your website. Very valuable, just like the three-point shot. Also very hard to predict in advance whether it's going to be effective and you, you might miss more often than you hit potentially. You know, there's a lot of studies about how successful new content might be. And it might be successful on average, but any one piece, you know, the chance of it being successful might, might be lower. The mid-range, in my analogy, is the untested on-site tweak. So the, the classic SEO change, the kind of thing that your agency might come up with as a site audit, where you say, hey, we've done some keyword research and we think you should change your website in this way or that way. And that's not creating completely new content, it's just improving the stuff that you have there. And then my analogy is that the dunks and the layups are the tested on-site changes. So this is where you've got data that says, if you roll this out, this is going to be a plus 5% organic traffic uplift to the pages in question. And my argument is that just like the NBA, we should cut out the mid-range, that you should move to still creating new content because that's a fundamental driver of performance. But rather than just taking opinions, whether it be mine or someone else's, and saying, we think we should do this to the website, instead, we should be getting to the rim. We should be testing those things. And then we can build that strategy from there and build a much more powerful overall approach where we say, okay, yeah, we're, we're creating new content and we're testing the changes that we want to make to the website. Excellent. So essentially... What we're saying here is rather than treating and kind of viewing just, hey, it's an SEO best practice, we should do this, kind of moving into the mindset of 
we do need to take risks to move the element and progress things. But we know that we're taking a risk with those. So then we're blending it in by how can we make more layups, more dunks, more sure bets on this. And then removing the SEO task that may have an impact, but it's not as high a ceiling and it's not as sure of a shot as what we'd be seeing by something that's proven. Now, with this, and I think like one just from a mindset, like it makes perfect sense. Like, let's cut out the fat. Let's, I mean, we can switch between sports analogies, swing for the fences on some, (laughs) and then make sure we have like our sure shots too. But then is there like an ideal mix between the two? And so if we agree on, okay, we're going to cut out these ones that don't have high, as high a potential, but it's not as sure of a thing. But then what's the blend or the combination of those sure shots slash like new experiences that we want to launch to kind of push the envelope across the table? So I I don't think there's a single answer to that. But the framework that I would use to start thinking about it is... It comes, from, it comes from your strategy and it comes from your current positioning. So if you are a massive, incredibly successful website, think Zillow, for example, you are unlikely to create a new site section that performs anywhere near as well as the site section you have that is properties for sale and rent, right? Like that, that's, there isn't necessarily a great deal there. Now, you might create new site sections for other reasons. And obviously, they, they've diversified their business model. And I think, you know, they were experimenting with buying their own properties. There's all, you know, all kinds of other stuff going on. So there might be strategic initiatives. That's why I say you, you look at your strategy. But in terms of pure SEO opportunity, it's kind of like, have we addressed the main bit of the market that, that we're going after? That will guide your development of new content. So should you be creating new content? Well, you need to have a reason to do that. And that drives out of your strategy. What opportunity is there? How much would it cost? What's the benefit, etc. I think you can almost independently be doing the on-site testing because in much the same way that no matter what you're doing in content budget, you're going to be spending on paid search, for example. As soon as you make something measurable, as you do with on-site testing, you can measure its ROI as a standalone program. And I think you know most big companies are not super constrained budget-wise on how many of those they can do if they're ROI positive. Nobody's saying, you know, should we do PPC, which is profitable, or should we do outdoor display, which is also profitable, the answer is always, well, let's do both. And so I think tested changes fall into that camp where you're kind of saying, well, let's just do as much of it as, pro- as we can, as long as it's profitable and meets whatever profitability hurdle you might have set. And I think the additional benefit, like we talked about yesterday, is the fact that by doing this, you also actually get to cut out some activity. So your SEO activity may go up to do more testing. But a lot of the times what you're going to discover is that would have been a bad idea or that isn't going to be worth it. And in either of those cases, you save the engineering and product resource from having to make those changes. So, yeah, that's a kind of convoluted answer. But I I think as soon as something is measurable, you can turn to the kind of is it worth it calculations. I I think the case for the three-point shooting has got to be much more strategy-led. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help. And you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. 
Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And feels like with this then that it starts with the SEO in the sense of like what initiatives are they pushing forward, but also that there's a bit of like an organizational approach to this. And have you came across anything that helps facilitate getting an organization on board or in line with this mindset or this way of looking at the initiatives that we're pushing across? What we tend to see is that a lot of the folks who come to us are have quite testing-driven cultures already. So they're probably doing a lot of testing in user experience, in conversion rate, in product. And they're probably doing a lot of testing in paid channels, like we mentioned earlier, you know, AdWords testing, those kinds of things. And they, they kind of wish they could do SEO testing. That's kind of the pent-up demand organizationally that we typically see is they see the value of testing in the abstract and they just haven't been able to apply it to this channel up till now. That's kind of the, the cohort of our folks that we work with that we, we call them testers. You know, they're often digital native companies, right? Founded in the internet era with smart product teams, smart engineering teams, and they get it. They understand organizationally. I think where we tend to start working with folks who maybe don't have the culture of testing, sometimes we're coming in from the other angle. So you mentioned in the, in the kind of intro blurb that we help with testing, but we also help with just deploying changes in a kind of rapid and agile fashion. And at some of our big, more kind of like incumbent type customers, I think the kind of organization that was established 100 years ago or more has a tons, of, tons of bricks and mortar locations. They have a website, but it's on you know, five different CMSs with some one guy somewhere who knows how they all fit together. They've been struggling to get things done. They've been struggling to move their SEO performance forward because they can't build the business case for it and they can't necessarily even just organizationally get those things done. Sometimes we come in in that angle and we start just helping them deploy stuff. We start just saying, okay, well, you you know you want to do this thing. Now it's done. And then we've done that a few times. You can start saying, well, before we do this, why don't we just roll it out as a test first? And then we can discuss based on the data that comes back. And that gets kind of addictive pretty quick in our experience. You know, folks start to see, oh, this is, this, it's fun. It's, it's fun to be able to have a scoreboard and, and see how you're doing. That's the, another tenuous comparison, I guess, to the uh, sporting realm. Yeah, I mean, I assume it would be the equivalent of just playing the game versus, hey, actually, let's let's keep score and see yeah, who's and Most people keep better. score even in pickup games, right? Like, you know, it's keeping score is fun. And I think it leads to that kind of competitive angle, at least to folks driving harder, getting better results. And it all starts to tie together then. And so, yeah, so we start to talk to different layers in the organization and say, okay, if you're an SEO manager, this is about you being able to truly get the credit for the stuff that you do that's really valuable, truly prove the value of that work, 
and avoid bothering people with things that don't. That's phenomenal for you. If you're an SEO director or a VP, you get to start connecting your work to revenue and you get to start saying, I can get budget for my initiatives, I can get organizational visibility, and I can prove the value of this team that, that I've built here. And then even further up the organization, you know, we see these reports go all the way to the executive suite where folks are suddenly really interested in the fact that this channel, which historically has been very hard to manage, is behaving more like a more like a paid channel, frankly, more, more like the kind of channel where you can look at dollars in and dollars out and executives can understand how to manage that, even if they're not SEO experts themselves. I, I mean, I assume that this would be a huge, huge interest for those in that camp because, I mean... I've heard, and I think we've all heard so many times, the expression from upper management that SEO is a black box. And we've talked on the podcast before about what we can do as SEOs to break down that. But I think this gives us something very tangible, a, a tool, very specific tool that then can break down that same piece and make us more effective. All right. Well, that wraps up this episode of SEO Testing Week on the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks to Will, CEO at SearchPilot, for joining us in part three of this series, which we'll publish tomorrow. Will and I are going to continue the conversation and going into testing cadence and objectives. If you can't wait until next episode and would like to learn more about Will, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter, where his handle is at Will Critchlow, or visit his company's website, which is searchpilot.com. Okay. Thanks to Tyson Stockton, our guest host. If you'd like to get in touch with Tyson, you could find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Tyson underscore Stockton. Or if your team is interested in SEO consulting or organizational education, you can always head to their company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to voicesofsearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.